Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris and I am your host. Hey, it's really good to be with you today. Thank you for listening, downloading or whatever you've done to get this podcast onto your device to listen to. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's episode is going to be an interview with Martin Young. Martin Young is a friend of mine from Spring Harvest and he's written a book. It's a brilliant book, really interesting, brilliant book called This Is That. Jesus talks about the kingdom of God and we've been talking a lot in the podcast recently about Jesus's teaching being this pronouncement about life in the kingdom but we still get stuck with well what is the kingdom like what is the kingdom of God and Martin's written this brilliant book called this is that so this is actually about that thing it is brilliant and so I thought right let's get him on the podcast let's have a talk to him and let's see if he could help us understand a little bit more about what is the kingdom of God and 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 how do we live out this kingdom how does our regular life live out the kingdom that Jesus talks about in the gospels so I'm going to interview Martin so we're going to jump in pretty quick because I want to get there fast so uh, do pick up a copy of Martin's book uh thank you again if you're a long-term listener to the podcast if you have been one of the new listeners do subscribe to the podcast there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast every week but aren't subscribed to it um so you have to go and find it and look it up each time do subscribe because if you subscribe then you'll find out when the new episode comes out and then in the moment it comes out it'll download onto your device so love to encourage you to subscribe so let's jump in as we talk with martin young about the kingdom of god and his book this is that Martin Young welcome to Making Disciples it's so good uh, to have you with me today how are you doing I'm doing fine thank you yeah I'm doing fine because it's a sunny day I love this kind of moment in the year early September it's fabulous love it would you call early September autumn or the end of summer Mm, it's the liminal moment isn't it, Chris? It's both, isn't it? I'd say it's both. And because in the morning it gets all misty and think, oh, wow, it's all changing. Everything's changing. And then it goes all warm in the day and think, oh, no, it's a bit summery again. And I love that. I love the fact it's kind of this layers of the two things, end of end of summer, beginning of autumn, all happening at the same time. I love it. I had this argument with my staff team yesterday because I said, I'm praying, I'm praying for an Indian summer. I want okay. a September that is just you know, nice and warm. Mm-hmm. You can sit mm-hmm. out in an evening. And the rest of my team were going, no, we want autumn because we want oh. all of the autumn drinks. You know, we oh. know we want to be able to wrap up. We want to be able to sit on the sofa and watch Netflix. Oh, I'm, gosh, already? Oh. No, I'm with you. No, no, I, no. I'm with you. I want it to be warm, but I'm anticipate. I'm loving the anticipation of the hot drinks, but I don't want them rare yet. No. I don't want them yet. Um, but I like anticipating them, and I'm I'm doing that. I like yeah. the kind of waiting. Yeah. Well, Martin, I want to chat to you today about. Uh, well, really, I want to talk about discipleship, the kingdom. But you've written this great book called "This Is That," and the the subtitle I really love. It's it's how to see the kingdom of heaven in everyday life, and you know, as I talk to listeners from the podcast, that the big thing that people are often talking to me about is, you know, how do we see more of God at work? Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so much of our Christian faith is based around the Sunday event, what we do on a Sunday in church. But, you know, it is about the Monday through Saturday. And how do we see more of the kingdom? Um, so before I jump, I wonder if it'd be worth just asking you, you know, for you, what is discipleship? And for mm-hmm. you, 
what do you mean when you think of the kingdom of heaven? So let's talk about discipleship first. You know, for you, what is discipleship? I guess for me, it's it it is how do I become more like Jesus? Because if I become more like Jesus, I'll be oh, to use that kind of very self help phrase, you know, the best version of yourself or whatever. I was created to be um, a fully alive human being, and there's stuff around in me and stuff around the world that stops that happening and i think discipleship for me is looking at jesus receiving from jesus and practicing his ways and so that then i i do become this person that i'd love to be actually and that i i could be with the spirit of god inside me so discipleship is me practicing uh, kind of noticing stuff in me or around that is sort of stumbling me or maybe attracting me to more of god and going for that or you know, a bit like gardening, I guess. I don't like gardening, but I think it's probably a bit like gardening. Um, you know, where you're, you're chopping some things down, you're trimming some things, you're, you're enabling things, you're enjoying things. Um, it's perhaps not, because I don't like gardening. I don't know why I said that, but um, I think it's probably like gardening. I'm gardening myself, or I'm letting Jesus garden me or something. That's what that's just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rowan Williams said exactly the same when I spoke to him, that discipleship is a bit like gardening. Really? Like oh, wow. it talks about the abiding and pruning of us of our souls. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, I'm with Rowan then. He's like you've, very intelligent, isn't he? Gosh. Oh you've, wow. You've um you've wandered into a, a Rowan analogy without realizing. Oh, fabulous. fabulous. Yeah. So, what is the kingdom of heaven? Because mm. you're trying to grab hold of that one is really hard. You yeah. know, Jesus says yeah. it's here, it's there, it's it's yeah. it's in your mist. Well, what is it? Ah, uh, that's a good one. I'm I'm obsessed with it, Chris. I'm obsessed with it, with what it is, what it might be. I, ah, oh gosh, where do I start? I think it's, I think it was always the intention that um, the presence of God would be with people on the earth. It's a mix. The kingdom of heaven is this beautiful mix of the created and the creator, I think. And it's where, the, it's where, God is kind of ruling and being and enjoying, and we're we're ruling and being and enjoying, and the earth is ruling and being. You know, we're, we're all doing it together. That's that's the, the kingdom of heaven is the best of everything, um, and I think that you know the beginning of creation. You see it. You see God breathing into the world, and it's just beautiful and wonderful. And there's people, and there's just great stuff, and it's enjoyable. And then it kind of gets tarnished, doesn't it? Um, so. Uh, so it's basically the kingdom of heaven is how, how might we not get back to the original thing but find the original plan of god which is where he would be fully with us we'd be fully with him the earth would be glorious we're kind of accessing heaven it's a bit it's everything i just kind of rambled a bit but so the kingdom of heaven is how we're meant to live it's how every human being is meant to live is in god's rule God's way of living. That's what I think it is. It's God's culture, I guess, uh, his original culture. And it went wrong. So Jesus came and said, this is how you do it. This is how you live it. So he showed us how to live in the kingdom of heaven. He just did it brilliantly. You know, he ate and he chatted and he healed and he taught and he did miracles and he prayed and he walked, you know. It was brilliant. He had this brilliant life, didn't he? Um, so I think the kingdom of heaven is seen in Jesus the way he lived. There you go. I love what you just said then about um, taking us back to Eden. 
because you know we associate the kingdom of heaven with Jesus saying the kingdom is coming but actually there is that moment in Eden where we walk with our father in the cool of the day that mm. Adam and Eve were pottering around with father in the garden and actually that that was the kingdom of heaven yeah. on earth that that yeah. was the presence of god it was god with his rule and reign in a garden yeah and it was just beautiful i think so i think that's it i think if you look back you go okay so we've got a glimpse of it there and then there's this great um writer greg beale he's written a he's written a beautiful book on on how that eden the garden and then the tabernacle and then the temple are all pictures of the kingdom of heaven uh, they're like physical pictures like like um designs of the kingdom of heaven and um when you look at it like that you go okay yeah so so we've already seen it it's us in the garden pottering around like you say but but with some intention enjoying it um spreading it like discovering things and going, oh, I'll, I'll use that. I think I'll build this. I think I'll make that. And then gradually the garden becomes at the end of the Bible, a garden city. So it's still garden, but it's also got the human imprint on it, but glorious and pure and, and beautiful. So it's God's imprint and humans imprint humans made in the image of God. And, and so then that's why I think looking back is really helpful. It started went wrong but there's no reason why we can't just go back and pick it up and go okay i want to do i want to try this and so you know the israelites tried it in the tabernacle and it was amazing and then jesus comes and does it and then revelation you've got this city with you know jewels and all the riches of the the earth the kings are bringing all the wealth of the nations the culture of the nations into the city which is kind of all our music and our food and our clothes and our sports and our engineering and our science and our, our literature you know the whole lot um wow doesn't get better than that does it i can't I, I yeah it's just fabulous so and we i think we can live it now we can live it i know it's a bit limited because there's pressure and opposition but jesus managed to live it in the here and now all that stuff you know um and so i think we we take the garden we go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing that i'm gonna start cultivating and keeping again and um and the city will come down from heaven because of it it sounds all wonderfully theological. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 11 o'clock on a Monday morning. Oh, no. uh, what does this actually, how does this relate now to our everyday Monday through Saturday life? You know, what, what yeah. does this picture of us walking with God, the kingdom present with people? There's something about the kingdom, isn't it, around presence, God's mm. presence with. That's, mm. that's the kingdom where God's present with us. Um, there's the yeah. promise of uh, the new new heaven on earth the new kingdom on earth but what's it look like on a on a 11 o'clock on a monday morning okay. you're heading you're at work yeah yeah i okay two two i've got two angles on it what um one is seeing it where you don't normally see it and you go oh right that might be the kingdom and the other is the more maybe just being a little bit more obviously spiritual and and what we classically talk about discipleship and how we how we are being formed by Christ and being more spiritual in our earthly bodies. But the first one, I think, is uh, when you look at when you look at Jesus and when you look at Eden, you see people doing normal things. And I think we forget that our we're made in the image of God, and therefore, when we when we do stuff and we are ourselves, 
then there's something of the rule of God in that. And and rather than going, oh, that's just being human and the kingdom of heaven is all about being spiritual and praying and whatever. Well, I don't think it is. I think, um, you know, when I look at a sunset, I go, oh my goodness, that's beautiful. And I feel something special. When I then, when I eat a nice meal with some friends, you, I go, oh, this is good. Why is this so good? Why does it feel so good? And rather than dismissing it and going, oh, you know, that's not the kingdom. That's just like eating with some people. Well, maybe it is the kingdom. Maybe there's elements of the kingdom there. And, and there's these pictures in the Bible of people sitting under the fig tree with their neighbor. Uh, and it's just a lovely picture of, and I think that's a picture of, this is what it's like, you know, literally, this is what it's like. So Monday morning, maybe it's, I make a coffee. I've just made a coffee. And I quite like making a coffee. You know, I'm kind of, you know, getting, you know, and you like coffee, Chris. Um, you know, you get in the, you, you grind the beans and whatever, and it's quite a nice little process. It takes about 10 minutes and the smell is fantastic. And then you pour it into the cup. That's it. I'm going, I'm having a really nice 10 minutes here where I made a coffee and I'm feeling, you know, this is a lovely break from some of my work. What about we spot that and go, you know what, I'm just, this is the rule of God. This is God's will for my life that I have a nice coffee. I know it sounds, I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound very complex, but I think it, at one level it's as simple as that, actually. I, I really think it is. Because um, I was reading, I, I can't tell you what book it was. A number of years ago I was researching um, the image of grapes in the Bible. Right. And I came across a rabbi that talked about the grape being heaven on earth. I'm not a, mm -hmm. I'm not a wine drinker. I'm really not into wine. Mm -hmm. But he talked about uh, when you drink of the cup, you drink of the wine at Passover, yeah. you are tasting heaven on earth because the grape is a sign of the kingdom, is a sign right. of the yeah. eternal. Um, so in the same way, you know, you could say, you know, when you take a moment that's normal and natural mm -hmm. and you see it through um more kingdom eyes yeah then yeah. everything that is secular becomes sacred yeah. everything that's normal yeah. becomes something that's a treasure and I, and I love that you know so he would say that the grape is heaven on earth the wine as you taste the wine is heaven on earth yeah well all we're doing all he's doing at that point is 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 making a secular thing a normal thing and and seeing it through a sacred moment yeah i think that's it i think if we if we're a bit more intentional about that about being sacramental or whatever which would be you know you you'd get that you're a priest aren't you you're into that yeah but i'm not really very good at it no, okay but but let's say you rather than going down the going oh i've got to be all sacramental in a religious way what about when you're, you know, you're a football fan, you're at a football match, you're really enjoying the crowd, you're enjoying the, you know, the atmosphere, what's going on. You're going, you know what, this is good. There are some people playing really skillfully. They're really, we're really loving this. And there's, uh, it doesn't get better than this. Or for you, I know you're making this R2-D2 thing at the moment, aren't you? Thing. What about, thing. Yeah, thing, you know, this thing. You're making that. You, I think, Chris, when you're doing that and you're planning it and you're going, oh, I can do this, I'm going to do that, and then you get your hands on it and you do it, I think that is a sacred moment because you're being you. You're being the, the Chris that God made, which is fascinated with all things Star Wars. You're also very creative. You're, you're making something, you're creating something that wasn't there before, and you're crafting it, you're using some skill. I think God loves it. I think when he looks at you doing that, he's going, oh, 
I'm loving this. I'm loving what Chris is doing. It's your worship to him because he's loving you being you. It's it's as worshipful as you singing a song. You're doing this thing. You're loving it. You're feeling completely at peace with God, at one with God, at one with the stuff, the earth, because you're using stuff, at one with the thing that stimulates you, but this is a Star Wars, you know, whole genre. Now, that, there we go. There's a there's a glimpse of the kingdom of heaven. This is Chris enjoying the kingdom of heaven. And it's not even religious. It's taking the stuff of everyday life and seeing that God is in it all and through it all. And he loves it when people are, you know, when he says to people, okay, I want you to rule and subdue and be fruitful, all that kind of thing. When we do that, I think he's going, oh, brilliant. This is what it's all about. So... That would be my first view, would be the normal things that we do, actually begin to enjoy it, begin to say, this is me, this is what I'm about, this is how God's made me, and I'm. this is my praise, I guess, to God when I'm being fully me like this. That's the kingdom, and that 11 o'clock Monday morning that is probably more enjoyable kingdom than sometimes 11 o'clock Sunday morning. Mm. Essentially, what you're you're talking about there is that the kingdom of God, because often we, it gets associated in, in charismatic evangelical churches as the kingdom is where we'll see miracles. But mm-hmm. essentially, what you're saying here is actually back up, and the kingdom is a place that is restorative. It's a perspective on the everyday life that sees it differently, yeah. and it's also a, a perspective that sees God's presence in the normal. Uh, uh, and the mundane not just in the act of worship but actually yeah. the kingdom is is at work in your life as you go off to get your your break coffee or your yeah. lunch it's it's just god at work in your life that's kingdom that is and even when and the work bit the the bit between the coffees and the lunches the actual work you're doing now that is really sacred the, the, the word the the hebrew word for work is the same word as worship. It's the same word as serving. It's the same word as cultivating. You know, when in in chapter two, where uh, he he puts the man in the garden to cultivate and keep it. That word cultivate. It's the word that is used of the priests as they're serving as they're serving in the in the temple in the tabernacle. So therefore, and it's this this word work. So so therefore, our work is our worship is our serving, is our cultivating. So if you're an engineer and you're doing some engineering at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning before your 11 o'clock break, um, that is also, you, you can, this is, oh, right, this is part of the rule of God in my life. I'm, a, I'm an engineer or I'm a teacher um, or I'm a gardener or, you know, whatever, I'm a, I'm a painter or what, whatever it is. Uh, there's something about my work that can be sacred as well. And then we see the kingdom of heaven in the, in what we might say is very mundane, actually, there's these glimpses of the kingdom and the rule and reign of God and our creativity and what we accomplish. And and, um, and it's lovely. The simplest acts, you know, if you're, you're a care worker and you're in an in a old people's home, whatever, and you're, you're helping someone, you know, back from the toilet into their chair and whatever. My goodness, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful, using your care and your physicality and your love and the routines for that person to help them. Oh, that is the kingdom of heaven, beautifully expressed, I'd say, on a Monday morning. Does that mean someone who doesn't know who Jesus is, they've just got a job in a care home, 
and they love and serve and care somebody with dementia, does that mean that they are experiencing and a part of the kingdom, even though they don't know who this yeah. kid is? Yeah, I think it. I think it is. And and our job is to just point to the king, because lots of people experience the kingdom. Lots of people experience justice. You know, most of us really want. Uh, Paul describes the kingdom of heaven as justice, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Most of us really want in our lives justice, peace, and joy. And we try and earn money in order to get justice, peace, and joy. That's what we're all about, just about everyone. Because um, we like it. And we, when, we, when, we, when we get the kingdom, if we're not a Christian, we get it. We go, oh, this is really good. The sitting under the fig tree, the drinking the glass of wine or whatever, the, you know, the rabbi said. The gardening, as, as Rowan Williams said. We get it, but we don't know why we're feeling satisfied. We don't know why it is that this is good. This feels good. Because no one's telling us. Um, and so the, the, my, the title of my book is This Is That, because it's taken from Peter on the day of Pentecost, who's, you know, the Spirit's there poured out and everyone's looking. And Peter describes it and says, this that you're seeing and experiencing here is that which the prophet prophesied about. Um, this is that. And I think our job, maybe as, as those who know Jesus, is to point out the kingdom to other people and go, this is that what, what, what you're experiencing here of what you're yearning for but it's being blocked because of sin probably or corruption but you're yearning for this thing this is the kingdom of heaven let me let me help you find it let me help you get rid of the stuff that is stopping you experience the kingdom which is probably stuff in your own heart actually um let me help you find it let me introduce you to the king who will set you free and grant you fully his kingdom in the here and now and in the future. So I, I wonder if our role is to be pointing this out to the care worker and saying, hey, you're doing a fantastic job there. You know what? God loves this. <laughs> Did you realize your sense of satisfaction is inbuilt into you because God put it in you and you're made in his image? Let me tell you more about him. Which means sharing our faith with people is not about a three-point sermon but is about pointing to and showing and revealing what is already there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and the, you, you said about the charismatics and miracles. I think the reason why we are actually needing miracles is because it all sounds really lovely, but actually since Genesis chapter 3, our world is just kind of broken and all this stuff that God wanted has been derailed because of sin and the enemy at work and all that sort of thing. So however much we think, oh, yeah, this is it, we get a glimpse of it, and then it gets robbed from us because someone robs it or the system robs it or we we rob it from ourselves because we're corrupt on the inside. And we, we're not able to stay in it. So our, our evangelism is also, let me tell you about how you can be set free from the stuff that stops you living in the kingdom more fully. And, um, uh, you know, the corruption, whatever, I'm praying for a miracle. I'm praying for intervention. That's like the purity of the kingdom, you know, the, 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 the beauty of Jesus invading into the broken present to restore us back to how we should be and a great relationship with God and a great relationship with one another and a, a sense of peace within ourselves about who we are mm -hmm. as people. So, our, of course, our evangelism is about sin and is about brokenness and is about how can we get free from those things but ultimately i think it's all about our evangelism is about it's the gospel of the kingdom of heaven is this the is how it's described in the bible it's not it's not just the gospel it's always the gospel of something 
The gospel of the kingdom of heaven is usually what this good news is, which is about how to live beautifully and brilliantly. And how you do it is via Jesus, because he will mm. restore it to you, which is just, that's good news, isn't it? Man, this is such good news to think that I could live freely and lightly in the world because he's set me free. And and that's the discipleship thing. And then I learned to live in that freedom, even in a broken world and even when I'm, I've got sin in my heart. Oh, man, this is such good news. It's like, why are we not telling more people about it? It's interesting, actually, because when when you see Genesis and Jesus all through the eyes of the kingdom, then sharing our faith is not about convincing somebody that they're a sinner uh, and they need to be convinced to receive Jesus to get to the eternal things. Mm. It actually becomes about, hey, you're already living something of this kingdom. You can We can see it in the way that you are seeking justice or compassion, yeah. uh, but there's more for you than what you have right now. Uh, and you know, accepting Jesus means right now you'll become more of who you are, not not some distant yeah. day when you get to some pearly gates. It becomes yeah. about the transformation of of now yeah. and people's lives change today. Um, and it's interesting how it all becomes about sin management for so many of us. Evangelism is managing people's sin and they need to be set free from their sin to get to heaven. It's actually what you're talking about is is this heaven on earth. It's about kingdom on earth. It's lives changed for today because of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, and that then does change how we share that faith, isn't it? I think so, because I think it's, it takes the pressure off. It's sort of, um, it's genuinely enjoyable. We're genuinely wanting to talk about it because it's like, wow, this is so good. This is so good. It's not just a ticket to heaven, like you say, which obviously we want. We don't We do want everyone in eternity <laughs> with Jesus. Of course we want that. But we we kind of lose sense of oh, what will that be like i don't know well actually i'm i'm a bit i'm a bit more able to talk about the here and now and what is good here and now and i think you're absolutely right it's um the here and now and then but but if we're filled with the holy spirit who is the spirit of eternity and the future the, the whole future is also in us the whole of god's future now resides in us by the holy spirit then we're a conduit of all that beautiful future the one day we'll go to heaven that kind of thing um, or heaven will come to us, really, I think. But that one day, that is brought into our presence. All that stuff that we long for one day, we reach out and touch it. You know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, Jesus said. So you reach out and then you pull it into the earth or through yourself for the sake of those other people. So you are living in the future and you're living in the present all at once. And that is probably the art of discipleship. <laughs> is how do I live in the present and the future <laughs> um, all at once? How am I going to do that? And you're great at that, Chris, because you, you, you just understand some of, the, some of the trainings that we do in order to help us live in these, live in the future and live in the present all at once. You know, to, uh, and, and that's the, I think that's probably the art of the disciple. Martin, this is so exciting. Um, your book is out. This is that. And there's so much more in there. How to see the kingdom of heaven in everyday life. There's so much more in the book than what we've talked about today. So I really would love to recommend that to, to anybody who's who's listening. But just, you know, finally, if somebody wanted to start walking more in this awareness of the kingdom of heaven, what could they start to do that would just allow them 
a window into seeing more of this in their life? Yeah, I'd say it is you begin your day and you say very deliberately, Jesus, open my eyes to what you're doing around me today and also open my eyes to what's going on in me the good stuff and also the bad stuff just make me aware you say a very simple prayer at the beginning of the day and then you keep coming back to that prayer and go am i seeing stuff what am i noticing and i'm 100 percent convinced that when you do that you'll start seeing things and noticing things that's great stuff that's there but it's also stuff that is in you, you go oh gosh that's stopping the kingdom Oh, look at that mood I'm in, or look at that attitude I've got, or look at that, oh, look what I've done. Not to make you feel bad, but it just like conviction. It's like, oh, I don't want that. Then you come back to God and you go, I've just noticed I was really selfish just then, or whatever. Don't want that. You become more vigilant and more aware. And I think it's a simple prayer at the beginning of the day that you keep going back to. And then at the end of the day, you can go reflect on it, but, you know, just five minutes, whatever, and go, what have I seen today? What have I experienced that's been good of the kingdom or that has pointed out that stops me from receiving the kingdom? Talk to Jesus about it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. Martin, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Right. No, thank you. If, um, are you on any... I, don't, I should have asked you this beforehand. Are you on any social media if anybody wanted to find yeah, but you? Really, really rubbishly. I, what I'm going to do, Chris... I am going to improve my. I, I'm when I'm so I'm on it. I'm not really on it much. I'm going to. I'm going to improve it. So I'm Martin Young, Martin Young UK. Um, so uh, with Instagram, I'm going to check because of what I'm doing at the moment in my life. I'm going to. I need to get on it. So and then I can start talking about this stuff more and pointing it out because I'm. I want to do that with my own life. I want to point these things out. So, yeah. So you can you can look me up on on that. But I'll I'll be more present. I promise you, Chris. You're so really good at that. That was I'm, Martin Young UK on Instagram. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'll double check. It'll be in the show yeah, notes. Yeah. Now you're making me question it. Yeah. I'll double check and put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Martin, thank you so much, and really appreciate your time. Thank you. Grace and peace. Yeah.